Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Good Saturday morning for everyone. I uh, hope you are uh, uh, got your cup of coffee or a cup of tea and really to listen about what God has to say about uh, financial situations. And uh, we just want to welcome you. Uh, this is the first show of the new year, so happy new year. Uh, we are uh, missing my counterpart, Jesse Hamilton. We hope he's getting better dealing with uh, the, the virus that's going around all the place. We just want to thank him for helping us prepare for today's show. And we're glad that you're here. Uh, today in today's show, we're going to actually go to our mailbag. You can actually send us uh, an email during the week if you come up with questions you'd like us to answer on the show. Uh, that is uh, email is radio at spinlifewell.com. That's radio at spinlifewell.com. You can send your questions in. But on today's program, we're going to talk about a number of different things. A lot of things have been happening in the past week uh, that uh, we need to discuss. And we're going to go and talk about what the Federal Reserve minutes from December tell us about the economic health of our economy, uh, the stock markets and such. And then we're also going to talk about some goals you may need to set. I know many of us are, uh, we set New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. We're going to talk a little bit about how you keep those New Year's resolutions. But first, I do want to go to our mailbag in this segment. And we've received an email from uh, Wendy and Kyle. And her question is, as I keep getting promoted and receiving a higher salary at work, which is good, congratulations, I I find myself spending so much more money. Do you have any tips to help with my spending habits as my income increases? I want to enjoy what I've worked hard for, but I don't want it to be a problem. Well, that's a great question, Wendy, and I I appreciate you sending that in to us this last week. One of the things that, that we must realize is that the, the, the message that the world sends to us is different from what the Bible says about how we should manage our finances. And the world says, fund your lifestyle, go into debt if you need to, to do that. If you have anything left over, why don't you save a little bit for a rainy day? And then finally, if you're so inclined and so generous that you've got your needs met and all of your heart's desires are, are met, uh, maybe you'll give some away. And what we find is God's plan for our finances is exactly the opposite. He wants us to give first. He wants us to save for the future. He wants us to then uh, use debt prudently if we have to use it at all. And he wants us to then fund our lifestyle. Now, that's just the 180 complete reversal of what the world tells us. We just come through the the holiday season, and oh my goodness, we cannot turn on the television uh, without seeing a commercial about something that we need, right? Whether it's a new car or uh, a, a, a pretty sedan that we put in the driveway with a bow on it for our spouse, we need it, and we deserve it. Well, that's not what God's plan is for our money. So, so Wendy, you know, one of the things, and, and a good quote that I, I remember from uh, some of our friends at at MoneyWise, um, particularly Rob West, 
But Money Wise, which is on thir- uh, 3 to 4 p.m. every day during the weekday here on the bridge. Um, and that is too many people spend money they haven't earned to buy things they don't want to impress people they don't like. And I, when I thought about that, I thought, well, yeah, that's right. Why do we spend the money we do? So as you're getting these raises, one of the first things that I would encourage you to do is simply increase the percentage of your paycheck that is going to your retirement workplace retirement plan. This is something that's really important uh, because that right there, it goes on autopilot. You forget about the raise, but you begin to see your 401k uh, gradually rise up and grow. And there's a couple of verses today that I had. Our, our verse today is, is we remember the, the, the verse from Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. If you remember from our program back in December, uh, in the middle of December, we talked about uh, some some early translations said mammon. We talked about that. Go back and listen to that show. You can find that on our website, which is um, spendlifewell.com forward slash radio. But you can listen to that program again. And then I'm also reminded that um, in Proverbs 13, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. And of course, Wendy, there's there's no better place to kind of get the right perspective about our money about our money is coming from the Ten Commandments, Exodus twenty seventeen to be exact. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And so we just want to have the right attitude about the the wealth that God has entrusted to us, because our goal as believers is to be a good steward. And we've talked about this a number of times on the program. But Wendy, as you're thinking about this, you're getting raises and congratulations, you, you want to make sure you have the priority. So priority number one, I would want to make sure that, and I, I skipped this earlier, I would want to make sure that you are rejoicing in that and worshiping the Lord in that. And maybe you need to increase your tithe a little bit. Um, I've talked on this show many times uh, about how important it is to give first. And it's and for some of us, that act of giving is is an act of obedience because we are we are uh, c- commanded to do that in Scripture. Uh, but for me personally, and for many of you listening out there, uh, you know that act of giving is an act of worship, and. I think it's so important to do that because I think it puts the right perspective on the wealth that you've been blessed with. And that is, you know, making sure that we glorify God with that up first. I mean, God doesn't need our money. God doesn't need our money. But I like to say thank you, Lord, and to give some of that back. So do that first. Increase your uh, retirement savings um, from your workplace work plan, uh, 401k plan, 403b, depending on what you have and what you work, where you work. But make sure that you also are saving a little more. Maybe you need to build up your emergency fund. Those are all good things to, be, to prioritize. And then after that, yes, absolutely, you should enjoy a portion of what you receive. And that's awesome. And I, I want you to do that. The God, God wants us to have pleasure from what he's blessed us with. Um, so make sure that, that those four things are happening 
in your mindset and your walk. You want to pray about that, pray about where God wants you to do that. And uh, uh, I'm reminded of Deuteronomy 8.18, which says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Now, it's real important. I'm going to read that verse again. You shall remember, this is Deuteronomy 8.18, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. Now, this is something that, in, in classes that we've taught over the years, this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I was sitting in a, in a, um, a local church in the Austin area, and I was doing a program on, on um, uh, building wealth and things of that nature, the, the, the biblical way, because we know there's more than 2,300 verses in the Bible dealing with money and possessions. And I had a fellow in the audience, and, and he uh, raised his hand and said, look, I work hard for what I earn, and I earned it. And I didn't disagree with him. I said, yes, you have worked hard, but who's enabled you to do that? Who's given you the power to, to work? Who's given you the opportunity to create a company or to get a job? We just want to remember where all that comes from. And I just think that uh, that's really uh, important to remember, Wendy, as you're looking at these promotions and your bigger paychecks, and that you put that in the right perspective. So, uh, you know, when I think about these things, um, uh, when I'm when I'm thinking about what are the priorities for the new year, I know many folks have made resolutions uh, to do that. And I, I'd love to hear what your new year's resolution as it becomes uh, around your finances. You can call us in the studio at 452-1120, 452-1120. Uh, if you are uh, at your home and you're trying to maybe look, see what we look like in the studio, you can go to uh, live stream. Um, uh, we have that going. You can go to our, our radio page and you can find our social media channels. Uh, that is spendlifewell.com forward slash radio. And uh, you can uh, connect with us on Facebook, watch the program live or in a replay later on. So uh, 512-452-1120, call in. We want to hear what your New Year's resolutions are, and um, uh, let's talk about those things. Now, when we think about resolutions, there's, a, there's an old adage that it takes several days, uh, 21 days to create a habit, right? And whether that's working out more, maybe it's uh, getting control of your finances, maybe it's I want to get out of debt, maybe it's I want to save more for retirement, whatever that goal is. Number one, I think you need to pray each and every day about that goal, because if it takes 21 days to form a, a new habit, most New Year's resolutions are broken within two weeks. So we got we got a big disconnect here, right? We got we got a big disconnect here. We need 21 days to create a good habit. And then we also it, most New Year's resolutions are broken within within two weeks. I don't I don't make a lot of, a lot of New Year's resolutions because I don't want to I don't want to use the new year as a crutch to that's when I'm going to make changes in my life. I want to I want to make set goals all throughout the year for things that are I think are important or what I feel God leading me to do. And, um, you know, that's that's one thing that's really important. So whatever your New Year's resolutions are around finances, I hope you'll call us up and share those with us. Four, five, two, eleven, twenty. We will get to those questions as soon as possible. Uh, we'll probably go to our mailbag here in just a minute. But um, 
anyway, I think that that's that uh, setting those new year res resolutions and going following through them is you need someone to help you. I think prayer is important. I think it's important to have an accountability uh, for uh, accountability partner because I tell you, if I set a goal and I don't tell anyone about it, I'm not accountable, and no one will never know if I never met that objective. Now that's kind of kind of funny. If we just set goals and we don't tell anything anybody about it, I think it's important that you tell someone about your goal. Maybe it's just, hey, I want to make sure that I'm I'm tracking my spending. Uh, that's real important when we think about one of the most important concepts um, that we we're talking about. And thank you for those folks that are ch chiming in on chat um, uh, via the live stream. We appreciate that. And uh, one of the things I think about is you, you have to know what you're spending. And you can't, you can't really understand what you're spending without writing it down. And my good friend, John, uh, who I think is listening this morning, my good friend, John, told me that, taught me that I just needed to write it down. That means know where every dollar goes of the money that you receive. Now, as a financial advisors, we don't care where you spend your money. And a lot of times we get questions about, uh, you know, where, how much should I spend to be spending on rent or food or things? I, I don't know. It's your money. I don't really care if you go to Starbucks five times a day, but you need to know exactly what you're spending. So you need to track that. And one of the easiest ways to do that is just simply to write it down. <laughs>